Every season is spooky season in our book. So settle in and prepare to be shook. You are listening to Shook, a comedic podcast about all things paranormal and unexplained. Hey y'all, I'm Amanda. And I'm Santa. Do we have fun facts this week? The tea is we have some good news and that's that every Wednesday in October instead of every other Wednesday in October in honor of actual spooky season, you know, we're going to put out an episode. That's that's the goal. Yes. Yay. Yes, we will have an episode every Wednesday in October. You're going to love the first one we have lined up, hopefully. Oh, yeah, definitely. going to love it. It's a little bit different of a, it's a different format than what we usually do. Normally, we will each tell a story, but Santa's story was so incredible that we just decided to run with that because I don't want to spoil anything, but you, you guys it just was just very, It was very timely. Uh, it was for, for the things that were going on at that time for me slash us. So it was an organic, like uh, field trip away from our normal format. Literally organic cage free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this one's going to be kind of different too. Here on episode five, we're doing our very first listener stories, AKA hashtag shook, shook stories. stories. Our very first Shook stories, and we're so excited, and we can't thank you guys enough for sending in your stories. We've got enough for this episode, and we'd like to continue this, so please keep sending those, and we'll love it. Yes, please keep sending us stories, because we want to still have, like we said in a previous episode, we want to have episodes dedicated to your stories, so come on. Do you have any unfinished business before we get started? Unfinished business. I don't remember. I mean, yes, I'm sure I do. Are you going to any Hocus Pocus 2 parties? No. <laughs> no? Oh, you need to come down uh, this weekend. I'm not going to any parties. Uh, I'm going to go poop at the parties. I'm just going to poop in all the parties. Potty poopa. Yeah, I forgot all about Hocus Pocus 2 coming out so soon. Like, I know, isn't it crazy? There's just so many horror films coming out right now. And I keep making, I keep, well, the, Hocus Pocus isn't horror, but creepy movies. Um, and I keep like making a list on my phone, but there's mm-hmm. a, a lot that I didn't add on the list and I've forgotten them. And I'm hoping that I find them. Well, I know that X has their prequel. Did you see X? Pearl, yeah, I want to see oh Pearl. Oh my god! I haven't seen X either, so <gasps> you will love it. I know a twenty four. It's giving, it's giving Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I don't want to give away the plot, but you, you'll see what I mean. It's it's pretty brutal. I really enjoyed it. I still haven't seen Nope. Have you seen Nope? I haven't seen Nope either, and I really want to see that one too. Maybe we can watch it together. Next time I'm able to come up. I hope. I'm probably going to watch looks good too. one of those movies tonight, maybe. Oh, you but, should. You should. But when is the new Hocus Pocus coming out? 
Uh, I think it premieres on the 30th of September, so the time that this episode comes out in a few days. And I'm going to not one, but two parties. Oh my god. Books and Santa. Fantasy. Santa. I have to tell you a secret, and if you're a listener of this podcast, I guess you're in on the secret. Before I show up to these two parties, you guys get to know what my shirt says. It's a it's a graphic tee of the Sanderson sisters. And it says, get in, loser. We're going eating children. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. And I love that. We're going eating children. I love it. Did you make it or did you buy it? Like I, got that? It off of, I got it off of Amazon. I was going to completely get a different shirt. And it was one of those Amazon listings where it's a smattering of different colors with the same text and then, or the same message. And then the next shirt, okay, it's just the same colors. Oh, this one says something different. And I don't remember which one I was going to get before. I think it also was a Mean Girls reference, but I I can't remember. But then I saw the Eating Children one and I was like, "Mm." yeah, that's pretty iconic. One of my old stand-up jokes is about eating children. I feel like I recall that. How's it go? Um, I just found out I can't have kids. Well, I mean, I can't have them and eat them too. <laughs> just a modest proposal. Yeah, that didn't. That one doesn't. That one doesn't always. That one doesn't always stick the landing. Not in the South, for sure. It's a little controversial. <laughs> it's controversial. Well, I love that. You'll have to definitely make some videos at these parties Cindy oh my gosh for the, sure the decor so I can live vicariously absolutely Santa do you want to be the one to lead us off with your first of two shook stories yes I will and I'm going in blind she's going in raw going in dry I think I'm going to start with Abby's story Abby's story is called Haunted House Stories. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for reading. Let's see here. Ooh, she's got some tea. Okay. Abby's Haunted House Stories. Ever since I was little, I've had paranormal encounters in my house. I've lived in the same house since I was one. I'm 24 now. These are a few short stories of some experiences I've had. One that I don't remember, but my mom tells me often, is my first interaction with the other side. My grandmother, my mom's mom, died when my mom was 19. I wasn't born until 18 years later, so I didn't get to meet her. All I have is pictures of what she looked like. We had just moved into this house. I was a little over a year old. My parents' room was right next to mine. It was the middle of the night in the winter, and my mom heard me crying. She sat up in bed, getting ready to come see what was wrong. She looked into the hallway and saw a white figure that looked just like her mother float through my door and into my room. What? I stopped crying immediately. Of course, only being a little over a year old, I don't remember this experience, but my mom tells me a lot about it. She knows even though her mother wasn't alive anymore, she was still watching over her grandkids. 
Oh, oh, that's so sweet. That's that's good. Not a scary ghost moment. Um, she goes on to say, "Growing up, I was a scaredy cat. Always slept with my door open. Refused to stay home alone. Lights needed to stay on. R.I.P. to my dad's electricity bill." <laughs> same girl rip <laughs> same girl i'm afraid of the dark and it sucks i never had too many experiences when i was very young not that i know of anyway as the years went by and i got into my teen years i did start to see more things that i haven't been able to explain around 14 i really started getting into the paranormal i never went out on the weekends in high school I stayed in to watch the new episode of Ghost Adventures. Yes. Yes, queen. I started to not be a pansy and want to experience more things. I wanted to know if there was life after death, and I was determined to prove it to myself. When I was 18, I started to have more experiences. One included me being home alone and having a chair slide a foot or so across the kitchen floor. That one freaked me out. There was the usual hearing my name being called when nobody was around or hearing whispers. Girl, Mm -mm. I've had that happen a lot too. The The, whispers? No, the hearing your name being called like from another room. That shit's so scary. Yeah, I've experienced that like a lot. It happens occasionally. It doesn't happen a lot, but it happens occasionally, but it's been like Maybe like a couple times a year. Um, Yikes. But yeah, the chair sliding, that's crazy too. Like, Mm -mm. who did it? An experience that has stuck out to me from that time when I was 18 was when I was putting my clothes away. I have three closets in my house. Yes, I have an addiction to clothes. (laughs) Same. As As you should. This particular closet is right outside my room. It's a hall closet that I converted into a sweatshirt closet. I was sitting on the floor putting them away when I thought I saw my mom walk into the living room out of the corner of my eye. I assumed it was her since we were the only ones home. To me, it looked like a shadow that came into the living room and walked over to the rocking chair. I thought it was my mom looking out the window because the chair is right next to the window. I started talking to her. I don't remember what I said, but I asked a question and waited for a response. At this point, I had not looked up, but when she didn't respond, I did look up, thinking she was spaced out. Nobody was there. I did the thing where you look around and start questioning yourself. I paused for a few seconds, then quickly put away the rest of my clothes and went into the kitchen. That's where I saw that my mom wasn't even in the house. She was in the backyard. Holy cow. I believe it was my uncle who had died around that time. The rocking chair was his that my mom got when he died. Sometimes we see it rocking back and forth. Um, Oh my god. Things really started to get crazy when I was 21 and my nephew and I used my Ouija board in the basement girl my basement was already creepy as hell so why we wanted to do that i couldn't tell you it's so creepy that there's a running joke in my friend group that there's a demon residing down there named richard oh my god Ooh, not this demon named richard i call him dick 
Hey. Oh, actually, can I show you something? Speaking of Richard, sorry that you're gonna you're gonna like this, or maybe not. Hold on. <laughs> Speaking of Richard, uh, some of you may know, some of you may not know. I'm an artist. Don't get it twisted. I'm the most talented artist in all the land. Just kidding. But I did draw a penis because I have the sense of humor of a 13 year old child boy. Um, this is a penis I drew. Oh my goodness. He hangs in my pantry. <laughs> Wait, that's actually really good. It says, um, the name's Richard, but you can call me Dick. <laughs> the realism, honey. It's got veins and everything. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's drawn to scale and everything. I mean, it kind of is. It's uh, a little bit Girth Brooks over here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I did not mean to derail that. But when you said the name Richard, I was like, I got just the thing. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I have no idea why the fuck I did that. So her demon is possibly a demon dick or a dick demon named (laughs) Richard. A dick demon. Or maybe not any of that. Who knows? <laughs> you decide. You decide. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, back to you, Abby. Back to Abby's story about her Ouija board goings on. We're in the basement using the board with some friends surrounding us. The spirits tell us that I'm going to die in three days, and there's seven spirits in my house. I didn't die, but I do believe there are seven spirits in my home. It also told us to take the planchette and look through it facing the crawl space in the corner. Definitely didn't do that because I fully believe there's something in there. My cats will sit in the basement and scream into the crawl space. It was a no from me. It's a (laughs) nar. It's going to be a no from me. It's a nar. It's a nar. Uh, <laughs> it's a gnar for me it's gonna be a gnar for me thank you oh my gosh after that <laughs> night things started to happen more often we probably opened a portal and didn't close it properly <laughs> casual <laughs> we probably opened a portal and didn't close it back ah it's been three years and never closed it Girl, that reminds me of when I didn't say goodbye to we're out here reaping the consequences. At night, I've woken up a few times to see shadow figures in the corner of my room. I see so many things out of the corner of my eye. I hear people say my name or talk to me. Two years ago, my sister died. (gasps) Oh, no. I'm very sorry, Abby. She was 40. When that happened, I had one of the most insane experiences I've ever had. This is what sealed the deal for me. I had fallen asleep a few days after she left this earth. In my dream, I was being dropped off at my house. It was twilight. The sky was a beautiful shade of purple. I was looking up, admiring the sky, when my sister floated down and was standing right in front of me. Oh, Abby... Oh my God, I'm probably going to cry. I'm going to cry. She looked perfect. 
She was wearing her favorite black dress. Ah, help. Okay, send help. Her blonde hair was beautifully curled, falling just below her shoulders. Her skin was glowing, not a blemish to be seen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She hugged me tight and said, where's mommy? We ran inside my house, and she floated over to my mom, who was standing in the kitchen, and hugged her. My sister looked at my mom and said, I'm safe now. I love you. Then she floated up through the ceiling and into the purple sky. I instantly woke up. The dream felt so real. I believe she was coming to tell me and my mom that she's okay and we don't need to worry. Ever since that dream, I hear her talking to me sometimes. I will hear her voice say, Abby, when it's quiet. I feel her presence with me when I'm going through difficult times. She's never presented herself to me, but her energy is all over the house. Abby. Abby. So sorry for your loss. I'm broken inside. I'm so sorry, Abby. Uh, that you lost your sister. Um, but that dream was very beautiful. And very I have to say that I've had a similar dream as well. Um, and that's what that reminded me of. And it is, it is very beautiful. Uh, it is a very beautiful, like experience that dream. And it's also like when you wake up from it, it's so shattering. Um, I had that same kind of dream about my dad who died in 2014, Um, which I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to reveal now, since I'm talking about this, the reason why that Thomas Lynn Bradford story from episode two had a synchronicity to, I mentioned a tragedy, but I didn't really say what it was. And it was my dad. He died on February 5th, 2014. Thomas Lynn Bradford died on February 5th, 1921. So that was the synchronicity there. And it was also suicide. I may or may not leave this in, but I'm just saying it now, just in case I might decide to leave it in. Um, Anyway, ever since that happened, I had a lot of dreams where I would find my dad and in the dream. And when I first started having those dreams, I would find him and he would tell me that I wasn't supposed to be there and just kind of shoo me away. Like, and I would wake up very mm. upset. Like, it, like it hurt my feelings <laughs> for real. And eventually... In like 20, I think it was 2016 or 2017. And I had a dream and it was when I was very happy. And in the dream, like I saw my dad and he was in the middle of, it was like a wheat field or something or a bunch of reed grass. It was just like Mm -hmm. a very beautiful field and it was like magic hour. And the lighting was just perfect. Like the lighting was perfect. And It was what you would imagine any kind of like dream sequence to look like, like a good dream sequence. 
um, and he was wearing a hat and he was smiling and he was wearing a white shirt too. And he looked a little bit younger, not much younger, but younger and healthier. Yeah. And he was wearing a hat, kind of like a Indiana Jones kind of hat or something. Maybe a cowboy Mm -hmm. hat. I don't remember. But anyway, he gave me the hat. He put it on my head and then he like smiled. And then this like lens flare from the sun, like blew him out. Like, you know how like camera flares can just like overexpose to the point that you can't see the image. That sounds beautiful. And that happened. Yeah. And then I woke up and of course I was like, devastated because I was like what just happened and it it took a long time to realize that you know maybe that was the same thing that happened with Abby like she got that message of I'm safe now and like maybe there's times that I dreamed about him before and he was telling me to go away he wasn't really in the best place and then when I saw him that time he was in a better place and I think he thought that I was in a good place too. Like, I think that he thought that I was safe and it was safe to cross over or something, whatever happens. But yeah. That's a beautiful story. I relate to that so much. Let me hear crying in the club, bruh. Crying in the club, crying in the studio. (laughs) Crying in the stew. Crying in the stew. Not crying in the stew. I'm not crying in front of this ring light. I truly believe that when our loved ones come to visit us in dreams, that it is a true visitation. I believe that. I do too. I hold on to that. I've only had one dream about my uncle, but I hold on to it. Because to me, that's him saying he's okay. And I'm so sorry about how your dad went. That's just... <sighs> I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. It's crazy. But I like you said, I believe that too. And that's one thing that I'm not going to try to debunk. <laughs> like, because I really did find so much meaning in that. And I, I feel like I saw it for what it was. And Abby saw her visitation from her sister for what it was too. Yeah. You know, like it was, it was to bring her peace. At the end of the day, whatever it was, it was the purpose of that was to bring her peace, acceptance, and mm-hmm. just the strength to like keep going. That's really what it is. And For sure. It should be taken as such. And not just, you know, oh, it was a dream, it was our imagination. No, there's dreams are so much more than that. Oh, one hundred percent. So much more than that. But we'll uh, talk about that in another episode. Yeah. Did Abby have anything more? Um, No, that was the end. Okay, well, I have to shout out our girl Abby. Yes. First and foremost, I don't ever want to assume anybody's pronouns, so I do apologize if I misgender anyone. If you submit a story and um, you want us to know your pronouns, just please let us know. Um, Disclaimer. Abby is so sweet. Abby's been true stan, like, all over Instagram. Her her content on Instagram is so good. Her handle is mystery underscore 
past underscore present. And she makes really nice videos. And she's a sweetheart. She's so sweet. So sweet. Every time. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize that was Abby. Every time we post a story, she's engaged. And, you know, she's just so sweet. Yeah, I love her content. I follow her. I follow her and didn't even realize it. You didn't even know. But I know I knew that name. Yes. Thank you, Abby, for that beautiful story. Yes, Abby. You're so sweet. If you've got any more, send them on on in. Oh, yeah. Uh, These are not limited. So you can send as many as as you want. Yeah. Or even just topics that you guys want to see, you know? Yeah. Like stories that you're like, y'all should talk about this. Okay. Well, it feels like someone just pulled my hair. Maybe it was your headphones. Maybe? But it felt like a... Okay, we're going to pretend that that didn't happen. I can't. I can't. I can't cope. All right. So that's all you got for Abby, you said? Yes. Okay. Well, my story comes from Sandra. Sandra is awesome. She's been following us on Instagram as well. Um, She's a paranormal investigator. She's on the team at the Paranormal Road Trippers. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And Sandra said that since she's been doing that, she's had tons of experiences. So. Yes. Because when I when I had the the contact form out, Sandra responded and said, I've actually got a lot of stories. And I was like, well, bring, come on down. Come, no, come on, on down. Come on. Just bring it. So <laughs> she sent us this story. And I'm going in blind as well. I tried to put these in a separate folder so I wouldn't be tempted to look at them until it was time to read them. So here she goes. Okay, so this had me shook. This is my UFO story. Back in January of 2019, I was staying at a resort in Mazatlan. I hope hope I didn't butcher that. Mazatlan, Mexico with my then husband. It was about 10 p.m. and already dark as the only light was coming from the resort itself, and the shoreline was just about pitch black. You know that time of evening when the water and sky no longer look separated and it's just one endless mass. I would like to add that we hadn't had anything to drink yet as we were just both uh, carrying drinks down to the beach. We sat down, we sat down in a lounger, got comfy, and for some odd reason I looked up, straight up. I said something like, what the hell? And then he looked up as well. What was right above us was a massive, unidentifiable flying object. It was moving slow, yet fast, as the moment seemed to slow down. And annoyingly enough, I had my camera with me, but I didn't want to look away and miss the experience. So I never unpacked it. This UFO made absolutely no noise. It had no lights. And it looked like there was a mini one flying in circles around it as well. It's hard to describe. It was about the size of a large truck and the shape of an oval. It was maybe a few feet higher than the resort itself, and we could only see it because it reflected light from the building. Uh, We then watched it fly straight over us and watched it as it disappeared along the shoreline over the ocean. 
It blended right into the sky and it really makes me wonder how often something like this is flying around and we can't see it because there's no light reflected. We stared at each other in disbelief and couldn't comprehend what we had seen. The good thing is we both saw it. Otherwise, I may have just talked myself out of it. Oddly enough, the rest of the night, I felt terrified. And when we got back to our room, overlooking where this UFO would have been, I made sure I locked the patio door and closed the curtains and hoped I wasn't going to get abducted. She put a ha-ha. <laughs> I don't want to get abducted either. Actually, yeah, I, I don't want to get abducted. We have a joke, Santa. What's our joke? Aliens. <laughs> Uh, our joke is aliens please come get me but like amanda doesn't want to be abducted but i'm open to it (laughs) well now that you're getting rid of that moldavite (laughs) yeah if somebody would please buy my moldavite then (laughs) (sighs) all right so uh, sandra finishes off she says i still think about it sometimes and it really changed my point of view on ufos the next day i actually reported it on a website that takes claims in mexico i hope you enjoyed my story wow that's one thing i've never seen as a ufo yeah what would you do in that situation you're literally just trying to have a good time it's pitch black and then bam wham bam thank you ma'am take Um, me to your leader ma'am I would actually be like, you know, those people that like there's a tornado coming right at them and they're just like filming it. They're like, hey, Carl, come in here. Look at this. There's a tornado. Hey, Carl, you get down here. Come on. That's me. Um, I'm Carl. I would. <laughs> or whoever. Storm chasers. I, yeah, I would be out there like I probably you know what? In the moment, I probably wouldn't even film it, actually. I'm saying now that I would film it, but in the moment, like, being struck, like, awestruck about it, probably I would just be, like, just staring at it, seeing what it's about to do. And then also, I would probably just signal for them to come get me. (laughs) (laughs) SOS! (laughs) Yeah. Did you watch uh, Castaway? Yes, a long nice. time ago when I was a kid. Yeah, um, that movie's really upsetting. And I don't know what you just said that made me think of it, but all I can think of right now is Wilson. This, the waving and shit. Yes, wave, yes, wave. What if aliens actually look like Wilson? Let's just imagine that for a second. Just, just like a red hand. Just a volleyball oh. red-handed. <laughs> just a red hand smiley face. I feel like that would be less threatening. Seaweed. Yeah. Seawiggly Probably. less threatening. Seemingly. Anyways, you got another story? I do. I, I do. Let me get it. I haven't seen any emails about Harry Houdini. I'm surprised. I can't believe that. <laughs> Oh, this is very short. Okay. Um, This is from Brian, who is part of a ghost hunting team, Brian and Donna with paranormaladventures.us on Instagram. Oh, that's them? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Ghost hunters that we follow. 
Yes, ghost hunters that we follow and that follow us. Thank you. Um, thank you for sending this story. He sent us a, a lovely little story here. So Brian said, he filled out our contact form to send us this. He said, okay, so this had me shook. During our many investigations, we've had many interesting things occur. Two of my favorites, St. Augustine Jail and Grafton Ghost Town in Utah. In jail, using the SLS, a spirit popped in at the warden's bedroom. Donna stepped up, put her hand out, and it reached out. Two more then climbed on her, looking like it wanted her SB-11. She told us where it was on her, what it felt like. We got it on video. In the ghost town, we were about to leave. Thinking I'd never be back, I turned around one last time, took out my recorder, and said, it must be real spooky here at night. I captured a Class A response of, oh, yeah. (laughs) Like Kool-Aid Man, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A one-minute EVP session with my favorite EVP. So... I want to see this video now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna might be on their Instagram. Yeah, hopefully, or at least like a link to their YouTube or something. Um, but yeah, their Instagram is again paranormaladventures.us. Um, I'm gonna go see if I can find that video because I'm thinking is the SLS the thing where it has like the stick figures? I think. Like- so honestly it sounds like i probably want to do just a rundown of what all the equipment is for one episode i might do that yeah i think we should know in depth like we've both seen enough ghost adventures and ghost hunters and all those shows to know we should been new what these things are called (laughs) well maybe but we don't ghost hunt we've never we don't we are anybody wants to take us yeah, we would love to ghost hunt, but we are not, we don't identify as ghost hunters because we simply have not gone ghost hunting. Yeah, don't, said, we're not the pros. We're trying to go ghost hunting, so. Yeah. We've been trying to go to the Bell Witch Cave for like 47 years. <laughs> yeah, the but the Bell Witch does not want to be open, Mm-mm. which I get it. I feel like she doesn't want it to be open and that's why they keep having crazy hours. Didn't you go all the way up there and it was closed? Yes, because I wanted to go for my birthday, so I drove all the mm-hmm. way there, and it was closed. That was back in June, so hopefully that was back in changed. June. Well, when I went there back in June, the locals told me that it was in the process of opening back up with new ownership. So it opened back up to the public in July, but it had been closed like all throughout the pandemic. So well, shoot, dang shoot, yeah. I need to go. Um, yeah, we're going to go. Come on. We're going to go. Come on. Um, come on with it. Well, Brian, that was a cool story. Everybody go follow them on Instagram. Did we already say their handle? Yes, a couple of times. Yes. Okay. Did. Just want to make sure because we've done a couple tikes. Um, now, I know you have another story, which we better just do it because Pepper is getting. Yes, I have one more. And so like on the email. Whenever I get a Shook Story contact form, it just says no reply. So I just dragged a couple in. And it turns out this one is from Emily, my sister. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, gosh. Okay, so she's mentioned this, I think, what I'm about to read. I saw Washington, D.C. in here. I think I know what she's about to say. So y'all just buckle in, okay? All right. Okay, so this had me shook. (laughs) Back in April of this year, I took a trip to Washington, D.C., and I stayed at the Omni Shoreham Hotel, unaware at the time that it's actually a haunted hotel. Most of the spooky action happens on the 8th floor, apparently, but I stayed on the 6th floor, and I was absolutely frightened by some of the things that I heard in the middle of two different nights during my stay. During my first night, I was woken up from a dead sleep at around midnight to the sound of something growling in my ear. I played it off as my brain playing tricks on me, but something even scarier happened a few nights later. Near the end of my stay, I was woken up again at midnight to the sound of footsteps and floorboards creaking around me. It started on the side of my bed that I was sleeping on, and then it moved around my bed, stopping in a far corner and making a repetitive creaking noise. At first, I tried to tell myself that it was someone in the room above me, but quickly, I dismissed that possibility when I was woken up again a few hours later at 3 (gasps) a.m. The witching hour. No. No. By the exact same repetition and footsteps and floorboards creaking around my bed and stopping in the corner like it did earlier. It was then that I realized the footsteps and creaking were far too loud to be coming from the room above me. I also had never heard anyone above me in the three nights previous that I had already stayed. It was all coming from within my room. Yikes. Within. Within the room. I don't like that. Call is coming from within. From within. Emily. Okay, Emily is my sister. If you haven't caught on by now, she's amazing. She is an extremely talented artist. She's very funny. And she's a writer. She's a very good writer. And we'll be hearing from from her more soon. I think she's going to come on the show at some point. Yes. We're going to have her on for some tarot. Oh my gosh. She reads tarot cards. We need to get her and Stephanie on the same time. We need her to do a reading with us. If only I could read myself yeah that'd be cool to have her on and like talk ghosts and then have her do like a reading for us seriously dude um guys thank you so much for submitting your stories we can't read we can't read we can't wait to read more of them and you can do that by emailing us at shookparanormalpod at gmail.com or you can send in a contact form via our website shookpodcast.com and next time we get at least four more stories, we'll do another one of these. And hopefully if we get enough, then we can start regularly doing weekly episodes instead of just bi-weekly. That's the yeah. goal. Yeah, that would be great to be able to do like our stories, then the next week shook stories. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, and I have to shout out one more person. There's at least... 20 people I need to shout out, but we'll try to pepper those three out. Laura's beating art, man. Yeah. 
Laura, seriously, like, we love you. We love you. We love Gary the ghost. We love yes. that whole brand. And I'm go. I swear, I'm going to make a purchase soon. Like, seriously, go to her Etsy shop. Go to her Instagram. It's the most beautiful, spooky, quirky art. Like, it's so fun. And I just, I want all of it. Yes, it is. It is very much like my personal, like, aesthetic. I love realism. Yes. And adding the ghost into that is just best of both worlds. And I really mm-hmm. want to get a print or two or who knows. The possibilities are endless, but I really want to put some on this wall behind me because it's really like blank slate right now. But I want this to be I a get a lot of compliments wall. on your wall. Hell yeah. Everybody's like, wow, a- Santa set's so cool. <laughs> Thank you, whoever likes my wall. Um, but I want this to be a gallery wall of creepy art. Ideally, you know, stuff we find on like Laura's beading art. Like I want to find people who are making cool, creepy art and showcase that on my wall, which I actually, these things are from creators on Etsy as well. So. Oh yes. I'm going to get creepy creators keep creating and we will find you. We will find you. Yeah. And if anybody feels like they want to draw us or our cats or anything like fan (laughs) art wise, if anybody out there is trying to make fan art. Oh yeah. Slide into our DMs, please. We would love that (laughs) shit. We would love it. But yeah, we've gotten an overwhelming amount of support so far and we're really thankful for all you guys and we just hope we can keep pumping this out for y'all. We're frequently yes. Yes, thank you everyone who submitted a story. We can't wait to see the future stories that come in. That's right. And okay. Yes. We'll see you next time for our first October stories. Yay. Yes. You don't want to miss it. You don't. You really don't. Don't mix it. Don't mix it. Mix it or miss it. Don't miss it. And I don't want to miss a thing. (laughs) Cause if I were a dream of you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we've been recording for quite a while. So, ooh, what you got? It's my Apopolite. Ooh, maybe we'll see a peek of that in the next episode. It's my little baby, as Linda Mm. Belcher would say. My little baby. Little baby. All right, well, I guess we'll let y'all go. We'll see you next time, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying that like Phantom from Phantom of the Opera. I know. We should just have a musical podcast at this point. What do you say? Yes. Bye. 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 Adios. Bye. See you later, alligator. That was my attempt at ASMR. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into Shook. New episodes of Shook drop every other Wednesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, soon to be wherever you find your podcasts.
Check out our show notes for more information on this week's episode, our social links, and more. Until next time, stay shook. Hey, do you have a personal paranormal encounter that you'd like to share with us? Visit our website, shookpodcast.com, to fill out our contact form. Or you can send us an email at shookparanormalpod at gmail.com.